What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Locked On Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourself. So tonight, as promised, I promised that I would bring back some more angel stories. And this one is titled, Beautiful, Strange UFO, or Angel. Now this is good because it works perfectly with this podcast, doesn't it? So let's get right on into it. So it's this is from uh, liveabout.com again. And they talk about how some re- researchers think that there might be a connection between UFOs and angel sightings. They say that angels and heavenly figures encountered in the Bible might actually have been extraterrestrials, which is what we talk about on the podcast a lot. A lot of people believe that Jesus was an alien. After his experience in the 1980s with the most beautiful thing he ever saw, Lewis might agree with that assessment. So Lewis is the author of this particular story. It was a Saturday morning in Mariposa, California, and Lewis had to work that day. The air was fresh from a cool rain the night before, and the morning sky was bright with a few scattered clouds. I was heading out to my car in the back parking lot of the apartment complex where I lived, when I noticed someone kneeling next to my car. This person saw me and quickly stood up holding a crowbar. Oh boy. The young man was quite obviously startled by Lewis's interruption, and although Lewis sensed the boy was up to no good, it hadn't hit him uh, exactly what he was doing. Then Lewis looked through the passenger window of the car and saw that the steering wheel column had been stripped of its cover. He realized that the young man was trying to steal his car. I asked him what the hell he was doing, <laughs> and he gave me a lame story about his friend's car being stolen last night, and that my car looked like his friend's, and so on and so forth. I didn't want to hear it, so I told him I was going to call the police, which I did with my cell phone. Lewis dialed 911 and gave the dispatcher the address. 
He told the would-be thief that the police were on their way and warned him not to leave. The boy said he would wait for the police, but Lewis could tell he was just waiting for the right moment to make a run for it. If he did, I wasn't going to try to stop him because the adrenaline was already pumping and he had that crowbar. As Lewis was grilling the young man, he tried to detain him. He, he began to notice three rather large clouds in a single file formation that were almost overhead. Then I saw it, a shiny object exiting from the first cloud and entering the next, and then coming out of that one, it was shiny like brightly polished chrome and moving at a good speed. I couldn't make out the shape. But this time, Lewis was so distracted by the UFO that this young man, <laughs> they don't put it that in those terms, saw his chance and took off. That's when the object entered the last cloud. From there, it was nothing but open sky. When it emerged, my life changed. There was a richness in the blue sky uh, and the silvery shape that seemed to have arms and legs. Interesting. It was so beautiful to look at, but at the same time, it had the appearance of metal. It looked like some, sh some kind of ship with a strange design. The best way I can describe it is it looked like silverware in the design of a stick man that children draw. It was huge, moving fast, made no noise. It sailed overhead. Some of the limbs would move up and down, giving the impression it was alive, like a living entity. It made a couple of rolls and reflected in the sun in every direction. It was beautiful. Very beautiful. As it started to fade away from my view, I found myself short of breath with tears running down my cheeks. It had that much of an effect on me. I began thinking maybe that's what an angel looks like. But maybe not. That's really interesting. I've never heard of a story where a UFO looks like a living entity. People say that they might touch a UFO and it might give off that feeling, but it, they don't say it usually looks like one. So that's really fascinating. All right, this one's titled Angel Money. I wonder what this is about. There are many stories of people receiving much-needed money from mysterious unknown sources. Ellie has such a story as she recalls from the summer of 1994. Oh, in Melbourne, Australia, January 1994 in Melbourne, Australia. I was like, wait a minute. It is not summer 1994 in Northern America. Uh, it was late afternoon and Ellie was outside gathering the family laundry off the clothesline. There was a sudden, small, willy-willy, which is an Australian term for a swirling wind of, uh, like a dust funnel uh, with leaves, kind of like a mini tornado almost. As it raced past me, I saw something blue whirling in the middle of the dust, and the leaves managed to grab hold of it. I was surprised and very pleased to see that it was a $10 bill. A few days later, Ellie was in the backyard checking on her garden tomatoes when she spotted something lying in the grass. She was astonished to find another $20 note. Not long afterwards, she, uh, in another part of the garden, she found another $5 note and yet another $20 note nestled amongst the leaves of the daylilies. 
by this time I, I told my family of the angel money and she tells us none of them had put the money there not with the possibility of it blowing away with the high winds of the summer anyway all was quiet for a few days and then one of my sons came in with an ear-to-ear -ear grin and said a $20 note had just found, oh, he had just found uh, the $20 note on top of the compost heap. I don't know if I'd want to be the one grabbing that one, but most of us would say that this was not angel money at all, but maybe money that someone had lost and had simply blown into Ellie's yard. But Ellie's not quite convinced of that explanation, uh, and that's because a week or so later, she had an another amazing find, and this time it was in her house. I was cleaning out underneath the bed, pulled out a pair of slippers, and there nestling in, the, in one of the toes of the slippers was a 50-cent coin. So, what do you think? Do you think that all this money that they randomly found outside their house, just kind of like in the yard and in the caught in the bushes, or caught in the in the it, coming out of a dust dust cloud, a dust a uh, dust tornado, um, was angel money, or maybe had somebody robbed a bank and uh, you know had it flying out of their 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 bank robbery bag, or uh, could it have been some some money that just fell out of somebody's wallet and went blowing away with the high winds of summer? Or was it actually much-needed income freely given by a guardian angel? Interesting story. The next one is about being pushed to safety by an angel. So back in 1980, uh, a, a woman named Deb was a single mother with two infants living in California. Uh, occasionally, she had to rely on babysitters, but fortunately, her parents lived only about 30 minutes away, and Deb would usually drop her parent, the children off at her parents' house and go do what she needed to do and then pick them up in the evening. But one night, Deb had retrieved her babies from the parents' house and was heading home. It was about 11 p.m., so it was pretty late, 11.30, I should say, and Deb was driving an old clunker, she stated. Among the car's many deficiencies, the gas gauge was broken. I've been there and I had my car die because I didn't have enough gas in it. Um, so it required her to guess when she needed to refuel, right? Now, many people would say, hey, man, why don't you just set the tripometer and you would know. Well, not every car had a tripometer. <clears throat> and uh, it's not always easy to remember to use it all the time either. Um, so... Halfway home, the car started to sputter, and I realized I was on empty. Pulled off to the first ramp I could, and it just so happened that this one was slightly uphill. Almost at the top of my exit, my car died, and there was absolutely nothing I could do um, except uh, get into some empty fields, uh, and there was some distance light, a distant light at a truck stop about a quarter of a mile down the road. With no cars in sight, she didn't know what to do, and her kids were asleep. And walking miles down the road carrying two kids in the middle of the night was probably not a good option. Obviously, this was before cell phones, so she couldn't call anybody. I put my head on the steering wheel and said a short, panicky prayer. I hadn't even finished when I heard a few taps on my window. When she looked up, she saw a young, 
clean cut man. He looked to be about 21 years old. He motioned for her to roll down the window. I remember I was surprised, but I wasn't even the slightest bit afraid, even though I would nor normally have been terrified. The young man was dressed well and had a faint smell of soap. He didn't ask if, if she needed any help. Instead, he told her to put her car in, in neutral, and he would help her over to the last small hill towards a place where she could get some gas. I thanked him and followed his instructions. The car started moving. I steered it toward the, tr the lights of the truck stop and turned around to yell thank you again to him. He was so nice and my car kept moving, but the young man was nowhere in sight. I mean, this area was completely remote. There was absolutely nowhere he could have gone that quickly anyway. Even if there was somewhere to go, which there wasn't. I don't even know where he came from to begin with. So Deb's car began to continue to roll down the hill until it reached the truck stop and she was able to get the gas that she needed and the kids remained sound asleep. I've always trusted in God to take care of us, but in relating to that story so many times to my children, who are now 30 and 32, they know for a fact that angels do exist and are sent to us if we just believe. I always thought that it was so amazing that we were sent someone who I would trust instinctively without question. Since that incident, I've come to believe that we probably encounter angels all the time and take for granted who they really are. I think they come in all shapes and sizes, young and old, and sometimes when we least expect them. Interesting. I love that story. I love it so much because it was right when she needed it. She had no one to call, no one to help. Um pitch black two kids nothing she could have done and then like so many uh car assistance encounters people just disappear i remember reading a story about somebody who helped push someone's car home uh with their own car right so they they had the, their car put in neutral and the other person would push it you know hitting the gas all the way home and um I remember hearing that story, reading that story, and the woman got home safely, and then she looked to find the person who, who uh, pushed her, and there was only one pair of tracks in the snow, and she couldn't even see the car that helped push her home directly after being, <laughs> being delivered home, you know, and parking her car. Um, so bizarre, right? I mean, you know... <laughs> I remember being being helped by somebody being pulled out of a ditch and the guy followed me all the way home. I'm like, oh, this is such a nice, nice guy. He's following me all the way home. And then he's just sitting there and I'm like, he sits there and I'm like, thanks for, you know, I get out of the car. I'm like, thanks for, uh, you know, following me all the way home and da, 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 da. He just sits there and looks at me and I'm like, he wants money. I get it. So I gave him 20 bucks. So that's all I had. And I said, thank you so much. And he's like, yeah, no problem. But but in that case, it wasn't like, you know, some some angel, even though he was kind and considerate and, and all that. Maybe it wasn't still an angel. Maybe the angel was teaching me a lesson to to give money to people who helped me. I don't know. But, but uh, <laughs> it was definitely interesting. 
have you guys had any uh, angel encounters i'm curious because you know there's they, they pop up here and there and everywhere um and i think they're so fascinating all right let's see we got one more and then we'll we'll, we'll call it a call it a podcast this one is the accident warnings is our future predestined and is this how psychics and prophets can see the future or is the future only a set of possibilities a path that can be altered by our actions one reader uh, writes about how she received two separate remarkable warnings about a possible incident in the future that may have saved her, her life one night at about four o'clock in the morning uh, her sister called and her voice was trembling and nearly crying since her sister lived across the country and it was very early she was obviously worried she told me that she had a vision of me being in a car accident she didn't say whether or not i was killed in it but the sound of her voice made me think that that i would be she told me to pray she said that she would pray for me as well she told me to be careful to take another route to work anything that i could do to kind of change things up i told her i believed her and that i would and that our uh, i would call our mother and ask her to pray with us when i left for work i was terrified but strengthened in spirit i was i worked at a hospital and had patients to attend to as she was as as i was leaving the room i was called over uh, by a gentleman in the wheelchair i went to him expecting that he had a complaint against the, against the hospital but he told me that god had given him a message that i would be in a car accident too oh my god he said someone not paying attention would hit me. I was so shocked I almost fainted. But he told me he would pray, pray for me and that God loved me. I felt weak in the knees as I left the hospital and I drove like a little old lady as I observed every intersection stop sign stoplight. When I got home, I called my mom and sister and told them that I was fine. So was it divine intervention or... Was that something else? Two individuals told her that she would be in an accident, but yet she didn't get into an accident. She didn't state that there was any vehicles that almost got into an accident with her. Maybe it's because she drove like an old lady and observed every intersection, stop sign, stop light, and was a little bit safer. Maybe they were warning her not to be reckless fascinating stuff guys fascinating stuff do you have your own angel experience leave it in the comments section i'd love to hear about it um again you know thanks for listening to the podcast i enjoy these stories because i think they're fascinating i think a lot of people have them without really knowing about them and they're fascinating and um it makes you really look at life and and what is happening around you at any given time especially in busy areas driving um you know in in sketchy situations um you might you might never know somebody might really be looking out for you so i hope you guys are doing excellent i hope you guys are taking care of yourselves stay staying healthy physically spiritually emotionally eating healthy getting exercise meditating praying whatever you're doing uh keep doing that do something fun for yourself do keep focusing on a hobby learn a new hobby if you if you're bored with your old ones you know the, the, the journey's long so there's always the opportunity to learn 
And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.